Here comes another salty edition of the Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast. Hicken, that vacation is going to have to wait, buddy. It is. It's time to go to Pittsburgh. I'm not salty about that. I'm just salty about other things. But I'm very happy uh, for the Jaguars and their fans and the playoffs win at home. Gosh, you don't get that many of them. It was awesome today, wasn't it? I mean, it was electric. It was fun. It's what football should be. It's what we all envisioned when the Jaguars got the franchise back in 93, started playing football in 95. 23 years now have come and gone, and there's only eight teams left, Brent, and we're one of them. Pretty good stuff. You were at uh, the electricity in that building before the game at 1220. Uh, everybody got in their seats early. I think you know we were a little concerned about the mobile ticketing and, and what would happen. You I know what? It wasn't a storyline. I thought the cat signal? Cat signal was important. Cat signal was a big one. It got everybody in. They will give up on the cat signal. You know what it was? I think it was extra fireworks. It's the (laughs) playoffs. Stop the cat signal. It was great, man. And and you know what? I enjoyed having the Bills fans in there, too. I didn't mind that. I mean, Jacksonville was loud and proud. It was was awesome. And it it wasn't the most exciting of games, but we both went out into the stands during the game, and the electricity was real, and the fans were revved up. Pretty much the whole game. You know what, Dan? You said it's not. It wasn't that exciting. I get it. I think if you watch it around the country, ten like, three, yeah, ten to three. Yeah, there's yeah. no offense. The offenses were brutal in the game. We'll talk about it in a moment. But from a local standpoint, from in the crowd standpoint, like you're talking, and I bet the ratings are going to be off the charts because it was a close game and a tight game. It was a nervous stadium. Yes. It was an electric stadium, then a nervous stadium. Like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen, right? And and then it was fun in the fourth quarter because once that lead happened, you knew this defense was so good. It was hard to figure them giving up a touchdown to the Buffalo Bills, and they didn't do it. But uh, the defense deserves all the accolades to keep them in this game. They were on the field in 20 minutes in the first half, 20 minutes out of the 30 minutes. Buffalo did a nice job, nickel and diming first downs. Uh, I don't think they were unbelievable on offense, but they did just enough to keep the clock moving and keep drives going. Uh, But that one field goal really was the difference uh, to hold them to a field goal and then tie it up 3-3, and the Jags defense pitched a shutout in the second half. The one touchdown drive, second longest of the season, nine minutes, uh, 15 plays, 86 yards. Look, the Jags had horrible field position in the beginning, too. They did. Let's not forget yeah, that. So maybe forget that. That may have been a, one reason why we were all scratching our heads at this game plan. What are they doing here? Throw the football down the field. It, it, it was almost laughable for a while there. You're wondering, what are they thinking, man? We've got to at least attack. I mean, they have just... They're going to take away 27. They're not going to let him run the football. And there are no holes there. And, you know, they finally had a nice little reverse misdirection pitch where Leonard got 16 yards on that drive. drive, Yeah, Yeah, and that was a a good call. But, man, let's just say this. We enjoy the win. But they they know they're going to have to play a whole lot better on offense if they're going to beat the Steelers. Almost in a way felt like they got a mulligan. You yeah, know, uh, to to win the game with playing that poorly on offense, and again, see, I I, I took a few different things. Blake Bortles is going to get hammered. He's already getting hammered. Sure, he, he wasn't very good. I mean, I'm not even going to say I defend Blake a lot. Right, can't defend what he did passing, especially in the first half. But the first drive stalled because Leonard Fournette didn't catch the ball. The second stall stalled because a couple of bad short passes by Blake Bortles where he could have moved the chains. And then I thought the one after the Aaron Colvin interception that one I put squarely on Hackett. I thought the play calling on those three plays, mm. they didn't even get a field goal off then. They could yeah. have ran the ball three times, 
and, and kicked a field goal instead. They went backwards and had the punt after a, a turnover, and they got the ball in the Bills 35. So uh, I think everybody played a part in this. Hearns, Lee, and Cole. Cole. No catches. Yeah. And they won the game. Go look at how many times they were targeted, too. That's the other thing. I think they were like targeted each like once. So my question is, are they getting open? Well, we were there, and we watched, and mm, they're not winning a lot of the battles. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see guys flying wide open and, and but, like missing them that way. But it just seemed like the game plan was so ultra-conservative, and they know it's going to have to be different next week. They have to know that, right? I mean, think back to that first game with Pittsburgh um, when Big Ben threw those five picks. It was 9-7 in the second half, yeah, like halfway through the second half. Yes, it was. Before the wheels came off. So I think we, we are all going to expect, as we start to break down that game and look ahead, a slugfest, a defensive slugfest again. But, again, that's for tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. Today we celebrate. I'm trying we to celebrate a playoff win, baby. As you should, and everybody did. I think everybody did. I think this place is going to be on fire this week because of the win and knowing that you beat Pittsburgh already 30-9. to that's going to feel good. Uh, I think this offense will temper things because they've struggled now. Three interceptions against San Francisco. Tennessee was not good. This one, not good. So people will be like, oh, I got no chance. Well, you know what? You got a chance because look what happened this weekend. Buffalo almost came in here and won. Two road teams won that were underdogs. Uh, Carolina almost won at New Orleans. So uh, it's the playoffs. It's it's about as week to week as it gets now. Week to week. And uh, survive in advance. The Jags did that. And you got to give a nod to this defense one more time in Jalen Ramsey. That play, Dan, at the end of the game, I keep telling you, you're probably tired of me here saying it. A little bit. It yeah. just showcases his athleticism. <laughs> He is such a good athlete. I mean, yeah. that is a that is a play you make against your little brother in the backyard yeah. where you're just bigger than him and better than him, and so you tap the ball to yourself and pick it off. I mean, that play, he just made that on the biggest stage. Uh, it was a big-time play by Jalen Ramsey, and that's why he's a first-team All-Pro, and that's why he's going to the Pro Bowl. I think why I'm having some rough time with that one particular play is it sort of reminded me of a play from Saturday's flag football game. <laughs> So I'm trying to kind of let that go. But no, that, actually, Blake's throw to D.D. Westbrook reminded yeah. you of the flag football yes, game. Yes, that was more like it. Oof. <laughs> Except this one was incomplete. Yeah, so that one aside, uh, and moving back to uh, moving back to Sunday. By the way, there's going to be many insertions of flag football over the next yeah. couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> tie, in, tie in Brooks are playing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we uh, – uh, uh, the Jags – I like this, though. The Jags are 11-6, and six, right? They're eleven and six now. Yeah, and they're and they're due to play a good football game. Man, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Very so they're point. too good of a football team to not. So I, I I'm expecting a better football game next week. It would not. That you know, sounds like me talking right yeah. there. I like that outlook by yeah. you. That's pretty good stuff. Pittsburgh. That's a sunshine and rainbows club member right. A little bit. Board of directors. A little bit. Pittsburgh is uh, uh, minus seven against the Jags early line. And uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But again, and maybe today they just thought, look, Buffalo can't beat us. We're not they're They're not going to score on us. And we're going to just go tooth and nail. But I thought they were playing into Buffalo's hands a little bit because that's really the only way that Buffalo is going to win. If I thought. Yeah, I. It's a it's a good point. You kind of felt like if the Jags got on them early, oh, it could have got out of hand. They scored fourteen to three. But I over, told right? you this morning I was nervous, and you you scoffed at me and told me, "Don't worry about it." This is a this is a Jags blowout. No worries. Yeah. Don't worry. 34 to 10. 34 to 10. 
Thirty-four ten. You said. I said thirty-four ten. You yeah, want uh, right. Did all I want to know is did I get the W right? You got the W right. But it was a little. Did, did, did <laughs> text me in the second quarter. He's like, "Are you nervous yet?" Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm nervous. Yeah, we're watching this unfold, and and it just it didn't have a good feel to it. I thought the field goal at the end of the half was big. Oh. And I thought that Blake with his legs made a couple big plays. And the Bills helped them a little bit with some poor clock management of their own. It's 3 nothing. Why are you throwing on inside your own 20? That was not they too smart. They had two terrible possessions calling the plays. Yeah. That one right there. Kneel on the ball. And even if you punt it away and they call all three timeouts, they still have no timeouts and have to go probably 55, 60 yards, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then when they had first and go, they got the, the jumping off sides, which was actually a little questionable. But uh, first and goal. And they throw – on all the downs. Are you kidding me? I mean, Buffalo, they did some wacky things to keep the Jags in it and, and help the Jags secure the win. Uh, here's my soapbox for the day. Sure. Okay. Soapbox away. Uh, Nashville guys, absolutely hammering Blake Bortles. Hammering yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, 88 yards rushing, which uh, for the field goal was a big deal. And on the drive, most of Jags' deal. history, by the way. Not that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. He's only the, what, third to throw or run for more yards? That he passed for and win a playoff game. Correct. Uh, Greasy, one of them. Who's the other one, Weber? Vic. Oh, Michael Vic. And McNair. What was McNair's? McNair was a different stat. Yeah, that was okay. uh, under 100 yards passing. 20 pass attempts, under 100 yards, also against the Buffalo Bills, and they won. Music City Miracle. Correct. So, but here's my problem. What's interesting a little bit is Blake, I, I went back and looked. Blake threw five terrible throws. Okay. Terrible throws. All right. And, and he did not play well. So this is not a defensive Blake. Yeah. But he was 12 of 23, I think it is, yes. for like 87 yards. Yeah. Oof. So his rating was like a 75. Ugh. Tyrod Taylor was 17 of 37 with an interception yeah. and 27 yards rushing. All we heard all week was how Tyrod Taylor could run the ball. He ran for 27 yards. That was it. Took that away. And the Jags defense did a good job on him. Yet, the guy getting hammered is the guy that won the game. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you turn on a station – they are ripping yeah. Blake Bortles. And, again, he did not play well. But, it's but Tyrod like, Taylor is going to be replaced this year, too, this offseason. Yeah, off he probably will be. So. Oh, you said two. So well, you expected Blake Bortles. Nah, well, he might. He um, might. I have some Bills observations. just ob- won a playoff game. He did. Congrats. Congrats. I have some Bills observations. That's my defense of you, Blake. You just won a playoff game. That'd maybe Blake. <laughs> 1-0 and all time. Uh, some Bills observations uh, for you. Um, great seeing OJ at the game. <laughs> he was in Vegas. He was in Vegas. Um, he was not at the game. Which is typical. Um, Shady McCoy is a heck of a football player. Probably a Hall of Famer. He reminds me a little bit of Fred Taylor in the respect world. Yeah. He doesn't get near enough. Great player. Yeah. Just like Freddie T was a great Gutty player for the Jaguar franchise. Played the whole game. Gutted it out. Gutted it out. Uh, Jack owes the PGA Tour a solid. Yes. They gave him their, their suite. Jack Nicholas, grandfather to Nick O'Leary, Former Seminole, now a Bills tight end. That was cool to see Jack Nicholas there. So Jack Nicholas was at the game. And you Bills Mafia are some crazy dudes, man. <laughs> Seriously, I just looked at a load of video of you jumping on these tables and smashing your bodies. What is the deal with that? You lube yourselves up with alcohol, numb yourselves out, and then jump on a table that's on concrete. When you break the table, you thusly land on the concrete, thereby fracturing some bones. And you're not exactly, you know... In the best of shape. You're not exactly uh, uh, young. Um, and you're flying through the air at a high speed, landing on a table 
smashing it to bits and, and, and fracturing bones. I don't get it. It's flat out asinine. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Bill's Mafia. It's unbelievable. It's it's stupid. It's dumb. It's, Bill's it's, Mafia. It's ridiculous. But you know what? Good group of fans, man. I will say this. They're they crazy. Up. You know, they're, they're a good group of fans. There were all these rumors that there were going to be like 30,000 Bills fans. Now, let me tell you this. I didn't believe those rumors. Yeah. But as I was watching people enter the game, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, they might be right. Like, it <laughs> did look like there were a ton of Bills fans there. There was. What would you I, say? Give me a number. I'm Bills fans. I bet they're about 10,000. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the Packers game. Yeah, Packers and when the Steelers play a little. Yeah. Uh, pack, yeah. Remember the Pack on opening Sunday? And uh, was, a couple years you ago. You looked out, yeah, and you said, ooh, there's a lot of Packer fans here. Yeah. But but the other thing, Dan, I thought was that the red and blue sticks out so yeah. much of, of their colors that uh, it almost felt like there were more of them. But the the reason why I was not, I didn't think it became a big story the Jags fans drowned them out. The Bills fans were quiet. Yeah. In a 3-3 game for much of the game, the Bills fans you couldn't even hear. Well, as soon as the Bills came out of the tunnel, the boos cascaded. And yes. I think Jag fan really set the tone they right away. They up a little bit. Said, hey, just so you know, they're not going to be able to hear you You know tonight. what else I loved? What? I love the towels. You love the towels. The white towels are yeah. good. Towels are good. All right. People, they they did the, they're not getting killed by the towels, are they? No, we are did the towel. killing we, the towels? We did the towels in 99, and it looked great then, too. I like the white towels. Yeah. That was good. That was a good look. That the towels were nice rolling move. in 99. Towels are rolling today. So, the good news is we'll be back at the bank in two weeks for the Tennessee AFC title game. Yeah. Once the Titans upset That's the possible. Patriots and we upset the Steelers. You Bang. Know, you know what's funny? Is, that just uh, happened. The, the, the Jags just won 10-3, to three, and I probably had about 10, 10 people say that going out of the stadium. Like, now people believe that could happen. The Titans have to go beat the Patriots. Yeah. They're not beating the Patriots. The Patriots, again, think about this now. The Patriots get the Titans, who shouldn't even be there. And this is why the Patriots are so good. They win one playoff game, and suddenly they're playing for a shot at the Super Bowl. That's it. You know what I mean? And it like, all changed usually on that catch. Usually it's the slappy team from the AFC South, and they hammer them. And then they're in the AFC title game yep. at home. Yep. It's an unbelievable formula. It, it's a pretty good formula. And you know what? Right now in Pittsburgh, they're saying the same thing. Yeah, but they got to go through probably the Patriots in Foxborough. Yeah. <laughs> that one game a little is a different. little tougher. By the way, one more. And I know we're going to look ahead and we'll have stats. Since Ben was drafted, the Jaguars are 4-1 and one in Pittsburgh against Roethlisberger. That's a crazy stat. Crazy stat. 2007. We're coming, Pittsburgh. 2007 all over again. It might just be for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to talk Pittsburgh all week uh, against Here the Jaguars. Here we go. And again, that one's Sunday, 1 o'clock on CBS 47. Pittsburgh's a great plug. place to be. Good plug, Brent Martin. Great place to be for the playoffs. CBS a lot of 40, Jags fans. 23 degrees. We'll be there, baby. We're sending the whole crew. 23, Weber. You know Dress, get the get. Get rid of that long John Gator underwear and buy yourself some real stuff there, friend. You know what I'm watching? I'm watching the levels on this podcast. Am I getting loud? You talk a lot louder than me. Am I getting loud? Like, probably overmodulated. Is it overmodulated? If Dan sounds bad, it's because he's yelling in front of the microphone. Oh, it's overmodulated? It will be. This is an inside-the-business moment right here. (laughs) Happening on the podcast. All right. Hey, we're a little happy. We're a little punchy. (laughs) A little punchy. Not salty, happy, and punchy. But uh, the Jags are still alive in the playoffs. They won a playoff game over eight teams the left. Buffalo Bills in only the eight. Elite Eight. By the time they play, there'll only be six left. Oh, Do we get credit for that in the final rankings? I, no, but you might 
get hurt in that in the draft pick order. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, uh, we'll uh, have another one of these in a couple of days. Hopefully you find it somewhat entertaining on a Sunday. <laughs> if you don't, uh, Have a great bad. week, Jackson. Too damn Jack's bad. Jack Fever still alive. For Dan Hicken, I'm Brent Martin. Oh, that's the Action Sports Jacks Biologue Podcast.